Amoeba suck. Welcome to Rebel FM, episode wow. 255. God damn. Holy shit. My name is Anthony Gallegos. Joining me as always is Arthur Yees. But now they're reprinting them. Some and of them with different poses. Mitch Dyer. I don't know what you're talking about. And uh, Matt Shandrini. I don't think you suck. Really? You don't You don't know what I'm talking yeah. about? No, they're no, reprinting Amiibos. There are, there are Amiibos. a couple Amiibos that have been reprinted, except they have mild variations. So oh. now you got to buy. You gotta <laughs> pick up that variant. Wait, so Which now we're going to open and close this week's show about Amiibos? <laughs> Why don't we just stop talking about Amiibos? So what that means is that there is now a secondary market for different variations of figures. Anthony, oh how many Star Wars Amiibos are you and I going to buy this fall? <laughs> Honestly, I've thought about that, right? Because Disney Infinity 3.0 got announced. Can we share? Yep. And then we can save money. Star Wars. Um, I'll buy the all the Clone Wars shit. I bought Disney Infinity 2.0 because I thought it'd be a fun game to play with my girlfriend. Yeah. And she wasn't really feeling it. And she definitely... I'm not a babby. And she definitely didn't have the patience to sit there and do like... Want to do the sandbox creation stuff with me? I don't me. want to do any of that. I What's kind the sandbox of, creation It's where you stuff? can actually like make, make mini levels. games and stuff like that. Uh, she paints, right? Like she does artistic yeah. stuff. Why would she want to make levels in a like in a but she didn't want to play the game and i was like ah we just saw guardians of the galaxy so i got the guardian of the galaxy (laughs) characters and i thought we'd play together so that's why i'm skeptical i'm like i Mm. i wasn't super hooked into it yeah i worry on every fucking disney infinity i just (laughs) that's the sad thing is i don't give a fuck how this game like i don't care you won't even buy the game this year that's dumb no i'm gonna i'll check it out for sure yeah but i'd rather if i'm gonna just go if i'm just gonna buy a hunk of plastic i'd rather go buy like crazy saga edition yeah star wars figures or <laughs> yeah. something so i don't know oh, enough fair. about disney infinity to understand why it you'd even care about skylanders the, it's just skylanders i know yeah. it's skylanders it's but a character like, platform except action game. the characters right. add to the game like they add parts to the game too I right think, yeah they? like well, custom you should, so creation you, elements you can buy character. different things you can buy the characters and the characters are characters in the game then there's another spot on the pad the power where discs. you can actually drop like content level mm-hmm. content mm-hmm. and like stuff for your toolbox and it used to be in a blind and then, box and like then you, you would can go buy it and you wouldn't know what you were getting it used yeah. to be in a what blind like you box. Would, a blind box open. yeah yeah so and now you, it's not like they fixed that because it's kind terrible, of a way of right? them turning the monetization that like project spark does with like asset packs and stuff yeah. but into like yeah into like almost like a hidden token yeah machine. and you basically or now just, just a physical thing you opt into new levels new and the and the community content, it's characters. definitely got that little big planet vibe to it where community makes like you know tower defense games and stuff like that and then you can download it yeah like i just can't wait for someone to make like a kick-ass death star run or something like <laughs> whatever's not in that game is going to be made by obsessive crazy community people in a way that Do i will actually lid? consume does somebody have the lid to their coffee or something no, no. i'm hearing like no. a popping noise nope like someone has it not doing nothing well you're just having, having a stroke, a stroke. <laughs> <laughs> there's a problem with the software Let's hope it's the software. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, let's let's hope it's not passed off to the listeners. Um, I don't really care if you're having a stroke as long as it doesn't affect the quality of the podcast. So, yeah, Disney Affinity. I love you, Arthur. Not that. I don't know. I just feel like in, I don't know. I'm more excited, honestly, for the Lego Lego? One. Really? Yeah. Man, and like, that's because my girlfriend is very obsessed with... Uh, Wizard of Oz always yeah. has been sure, and so they showed the Wizard of Oz stuff in it, and I showed it to her, and she was like, "We'll play that," and I was like, "All right." <laughs> and the, the Wizard Le- of Oz Lego, the Lego games are good too. I, yeah. like I just Lego don't. Games, yeah, 
I, I just and don't know that I'm going to get hooked on this I've one. Played. Yeah, well, we'll see. I mean, there's 10 billion of them, so I, I, they're all the as same As collectibles game, go, Lego is kind of boring. The problem right. with, the, with the Lego, first of all, I know people who would cut your head off for saying that. <laughs> uh, second of all, like, the problem with the Lego games is even more so than like Telltale. Like They are becoming the mono game. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Every Lego yeah. game is the same game. Oh, yeah. Over and over again. But now this Except one's this got one Harry Potter. Or this one's yep. got dinosaurs. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's all like smashing things and picking up little Lego pieces. Yep. Yeah. But this one's got Portal. See, that's the exciting thing is the variety. And there's like the rumor of like The Simpsons and all these other things. I mean, basically anything that's had a Lego set. Which, except, except Star Wars. Else. Like, is Star Wars off the table? I would assume that they would be. We, uh, Star Wars will come. Why would they, I say why that would they too. be off the table now when they weren't Because before? there's like the exclusivity deal with EA, but at the same time, I think they're... they're or Disney Infinity Their way to get around it is this is not a Star Wars game. This is a Lego game with Star Wars stuff in it. When was like the last Disney time they Infinity. made a Lego Star Wars game? Uh, a few years ago. Clone Wars. Like, they may not have the rights to that shit anymore because hmm. they renegotiated well, no, cause rights Lucas only gave the rights to EA for console games. And then, like, Disney Infinity 2.0 was called Marvel Superheroes. Disney 3.0 is not called Star Wars because it cannot be a Star Wars game legally. It is a Disney Infinity game with a shit ton of Star Wars stuff in it. Oh my but God, also, it's got Ultron and Mulan I and mean, Tron. It's got, doesn't it have Star Wars on the cover? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not a Star Wars game. I mean, sure. granted, it's not like EA is going to, like, sue them no. because you don't want to fuck up that relationship. Yeah. No, EA but. is also not, like, it's just not a competitor for an EA product. Right. Full stop. Yet. Until they Look make forward Lego to the Battlefield. Battlefield miniatures. Yeah. <laughs> now, if they wanted to monetize something like with the Toys to Life sort of genre, they would do it with sports stuff. Like they would make the virtual They'd make stuff like physical. FIFA Ultimate Team a physical thing. Yeah. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She yeah. means Brave face. New World, folks. This I got my special goalpost portal, oh my and God. I put this guy in it, and now he's my goalie. I got Pele. I don't. Is that a guy? <laughs> Messi. Okay. Sure. Is that bald if guy Microsoft makes that living room Manchester. shit work? You know the what's what's it called? Hololens. With all the walls Hololens. Yeah, they'll definitely be like, oh, now you can buy this tower, and it will interact. I with really the think that any game stuff we see with Hololens will be very minimal. I fucking hope so. I really also, love nobody the idea of Hololens. That. I mean, like, I'm I'm always excited about any of this new, you know, whatever yank yourself off technology that never actually delivers on what they promise. I don't it always give, makes me so excited. I don't give yeah. a shit about game stuff for Hololens. No, like, me no, either. I, but I love the potential tech. I think like. Like the the potential that that shit has for education and like mm. medical practice and architecture yep. and a million other like real basically world things is way if you want to be real life Tony Stark that's what <laughs> kind of did you end up seeing the Avengers yeah duh my work took everyone to go see it but we I, didn't get to see it before it released because we're it. fucking peasants I haven't seen compared it to the people at Polygon and their what? fucking go towers to <laughs> uh, I basically agree with everything Arthur said last time. I liked it. Yeah, I liked Hell it. It's just got some froze over, folks. I know. Uh, I liked it a lot. That movie had. I loved the scenes that were about not fighting stuff, and I thought all the scenes where they fought stuff was kind of boring. Oh, you're crazy. They were fun too. Some of them were fun. <laughs> I thought but the I, fight I, scenes were great. I, I just think by the that end, it, like by the end, I was so bored though. Like they had blew, blown their load so early and so often with the action scenes that by the end, the climax was like I've actually seen this scene three times. <laughs> I didn't feel that way. I, th- I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good beats with the action trait throughout it and yeah. then little still parts and i really 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 enjoyed it plus for me there was the added stuff of we've been working on all of this stuff sure the studio being like yeah. for instance one of the things that we asked we we're like so how does hawkeye's nine arrow speed loader work because we're going to add that power to him and they're like uh, we gotta charge people for something they're like uh 
well, it's a free update to Hawkeye, and you can okay. play Hawkeye for free. So, hmm. um, But it was just like, we want to give them some new things to go with what you see in the movie, but we've only seen the trailers. So we're just like, we see this thing come out, and arrows extend out his finger. How does that work? And Marvel's like, oh, you know, they were really vague about it. And it's because you never see how it works. You hmm. see him pull it he out. He pulls it out, and he never uses it. And, and you never, he just goes outside, and you never see what it does. So I was like, oh, Made that's why. You son of a. That's, that's why I was like, oh, that's why we couldn't see what it did. Like, we didn't know how to animate it. And There's stuff probably like two that. hours worth of uh, Avengers content where he's so, doing that that they just didn't. I mean, there's it. an hour of movie. Yeah. So I don't know what state it's in. And I feel in. like some I of mean, that is very apparent. Like, all of the stuff to do with Thor in this movie seems like it is missing a lot of meat. That's what, uh, that's what's I missing. I think Korean doctor character is the, the most vastly fucking yeah. superfluous thing. It's like, well, we. Yeah, put her in here, I guess. Um, <laughs> she's apparently the parent of a another character in the Marvel universe, like an important one. I, I mean, sure. Can you just spoil it? I don't in, care. I don't know his name. Oh, okay. Like, that's why I'm, I'm not. I thought you were specific. just being vague. No, mm-hmm. uh, here, here's a, a Smegma man. A, yes. Smegma man. <laughs> wow, Anthony guessed it first try. Uh, I will give you like something specific. Uh, the Black <laughs> Widow joke specifically. Is there like when they're doing the little hammer lifting thing and she refuses because she doesn't need to know? Yes. Like the joke there is that in the Age of Ultron comic series, there's an alternate universe where Black Widow picks up the hammer and wields it. Oh. So she is worthy. Of oh, it. that's funny. Yeah. Yeah. That that scene was really great. There is little good levity parts like yeah, that. Yeah. It's it. like the those human the, moments. And the I face. The, and the, yeah. And the face he makes briefly. The look on Hemsworth's face. face yeah. yeah. When, when, just, no, 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 no. Holy yeah. Christ. It's yeah. I mean, it's like any dude who's about to have his pride hurt, and it's yeah. like, yeah, we're cool. We're also, cool. Captain America has has wielded the hammer in the comics before. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of people have ended up wielding. It turns out a lot of people are worthy, not just that, Odin's son. God, I never mind. There are spoilers, but there's like the moment at the end where I was like, all right, good, I think you're worthy. Good, Anthony. good payoff. So, you can wield the hammer. I mean, like we could talk. Have you seen it yet, Matt? Nope. Okay. Yeah, and it's good. Won't talk. About it's it. good. And, and my, my girlfriend, uh, my girlfriend has not seen it yet. So I've been taking her through the... We just watched Avengers again, hmm. and she's never seen Captain America. See, Alexa, so we just watched the first Captain America yesterday. And we're which watch. is maybe one of the rougher but it's still, you know, but she was, like, she was like, honestly, the first one, she was like, it's still pretty fucking Dude, good. I love Captain America There's one. just a, a bad sort of 20 minutes in the middle, like sure, where yeah. the song and dance numbers... Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. It, it lulls a little bit there, but she loves musicals, so she was actually super stoked. She's like, I love this song. I love Captain America. I was like, I know he's the best. I love that movie. It's so fucking weird. But there was a- the second one. That's the good one. The only thing I think about the, the thing that I think about every time I think about somebody wielding the hammer is the D and D version where you can have a hammer of thunderbolts plus five, and you can only wield it if you also have the gauntlets of over, ogre strength and the girdle, the gauntlets of ogre power, and the girdle of giant strength. <laughs> Just so you guys know. Hyper specific. <laughs> the Black I King Bar having, is comprised of a Mithril Hammer and Ogre Club and a 1375 Gold Wrestle example it would be today when I was playing The Witcher and it was describing a monster by Cockatrice. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It looks yep, kind before. of like a chicken. It's sir. got a chicken with a lizard tail. It's a lizard tail. <laughs> I don't remember what Matt said. And then like, uh, I, say, I said Wyvern and then Arthur goes, No, cockatrice. it's a Cockatrice. <laughs> yep. And I said, and No, what I mean me. is, Well, actually, it's a Cockatrice. <laughs> and then you go to the monster cave and, Yep, Cockatrice. Yep. Witcher. <laughs> yep. Uh, Talk about that next week, probably. Yeah. So yeah. Captain America 2 is still my favorite. Is where it gets movie. good. Yeah. That's still my favorite Avengers That is movie. the hunt for Red October of Marvel movies. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> it's the... It's yep. The, big, yeah. fan, big fan of that. <laughs> it's a pretty good one, man. So, unfortunately, though, it's still not available for, like, rent 
on like Amazon or anything really? like that. No, you can uh, buy it for twenty dollars. I wow. think it's for rent on Xbox Video. I want to. I want to. I want to. I want to see Age of Ultron in three D. Uh, I like. 3D. It's, I saw it in 3D. I did too. It's not. It was okay. It. Really? No. Yeah, I, I didn't find that there was anything in particular where I was like, "Oh, it was definitely a post-convert sort of thing." Yeah, gotcha. So, um, well, post-converting has gotten really good though, as long as as long as it's done right. It has, but yeah, it just, it just, I just wasn't like impressed the same way I was when I saw Avatar. Yeah. Instance. So. Well, the first Avengers was really good in 3D. Um, I don't know about this one. Apparently, this one, giant chunks of uh, Infinity War being filmed in IMAX. I like think the whole thing. Huge chunks. Of what? In giant. Uh, Infinity War 1 and 2. Oh, oh the yeah. The whole thing. Okay. That's, well, that's all I read. Wow, said. crazy. Uh, so did anybody play any video games? Yeah, I played uh, a couple. I played uh, this Warhammer game called Mordheim. Oh, yeah. You yeah, talked so about like, I, I downloaded it, but I didn't get a chance to play it this okay, week. Okay, so I only I played through a little bit of it. It is... It is like what a, is this game for people? So Mordheim was a tabletop version of Warhammer, where I swear to God, we instead of we talked about this last week, what is the game? It is a turn-based, like XCOM-style action game, but with like way more D and D to it. Yeah, like in, in the sense, really that, in, the sense that, in the sense that like you know in in XCOM you don't need to know like what's my guy's agility. Because that's going to affect his chance of successfully jumping down this ledge without hurting himself. Oh, my God. Stuff like that. (laughs) So that's like a prime example. Yeah, and and every attack has a chance to miss. Yeah, just like XCOM, and it tells you a percent. But it's based on, like, you know, it doesn't just... With the exception of attacking, everything else isn't just as simple as, here's the percent, good luck. It's like, oh, did you take into account, you know, that when he fires, he now needs two turns to like flintlock load and while he's doing that he you know like he can move but he can't do this mm-hmm. or there's like and so it's not grid based it's you can run in free space but there are circles around you and each one of the circles as you pass through it that takes up one of your movements oh wow so yeah. it's very mathy so you can very sit there mathy. you can yeah. sit there and move and go all through it as you want and position but you and you also can't like they keep you from being able to overwhelm an enemy too much because you can't surround him completely with you guys. Like each guy takes up a chunk of his attackable space. So you have to sit there and maneuver and think about that. Or you can use one of your guys to like block so that he won't be able to get his other guys in the attackable oh my space. God. It's and like, you can do things like you can have one of your guys, if he doesn't use his attack round, his, his attack move that round, he can save it and guard another character so that when yeah. uh, when an enemy comes into his sphere of influence, he he'll, can use he'll that auto attack. attack. He'll auto attack. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so it's like an Overwatch thing. It's like an Overwatch, yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean, there are a lot of mechanics that will be very, very familiar there. Yeah. But it's just like I said, there's just that added layer of thinking about like each character as an individual hero in the sense that you never had to think about the stats of your soldier other than does he have health and how much can he, what's his chance to hit. <laughs> right. And in this, like I said, if you have like a ninja character with high agility, you're like, fuck it, jump up every cliff. It's fine. And then if you have a guy with really <laughs> low agility, you're like, fuck, I should probably go around. Like, yeah. Or and, do I want to, or do I want to risk like jumping down this thing? And the, but the thing, so did any of your characters lose limbs or anything like that when you played? Well, no. Yeah, because that's a thing in the in the game. Apparently, is that like your characters can get perma damaged, yeah, and or perma killed, or perma killed. So it's like if they get taken out of the battle, like they lose all of their hit points, then at the end of the battle, it determines what happens to those characters, right? So and every so it may just be take, an injury. They yeah. recover. It may be they're dead. It may be that they've lost a limb, right? And then you have to just deal with that, like. Right. And every character has their own inventory and stuff like that too. So again, again, it's like that added layer of complexity that you saw in games like uh, 
God, what were those like PC strategy, like military games that were like turn-based shooters that I think a lot of people loved? Men of yeah, like War? Men of yeah, War. like Men of War Assault Squad and stuff like that. Mm. Like way too difficult for a lot of people. This has that same sort of thing where every guy has his ammo, mm. you know, and he has his. Own, it's like he has to think about where he stands with his gun versus another guy with a crossbow versus a guy with a sword versus a guy who wields magic. Yeah, and what type of magic he's wielding. So it's it's definitely a layer of complexity there. I mean, this game is very much made for. Did you play Warhammer shit and you love Warhammer shit? <laughs> well, this is this is that game. This is a Warhammer. This is true to that game, which so I think it's, it's for Anthony. It's going after the audience, the same people that liked Blood Bowl, because Blood Bowl was oh, a niche. Blood Bowl was Blood, so good. Blood Bowl was a niche ass Warhammer game mm-hmm. that had a long time fan following, and so it kind of succeeded on that and a little bit of word of mouth. And I think that that's sort of the plan with more time too. It looks really good though. It looks faithful. To the art style of Warhammer. Yeah, all yeah. the new Warhammer <laughs> games are not fucking around visually. Good? No. Yeah, it looks good. It does. Yeah. The, it's pretty the, good. The art and animation is good. It's Mordheim is all about like uh it's super dark and dreary. Yeah, and I was gonna say the set pieces it's rave it's fuck, what is the vampire city? Ravenholm? No, that's Half Life Zombie Half-Life. Town. No, Ravenloft is Ravenloft. But it is, but it is, but it is pretty much that. I mean, Mordheim yeah. in the in the game world was this game designed to be played in one city that was a ruined city right. full of monsters, and adventurers would go in there to find treasure. And so it was the closest Warhammer got to D anD D, and it's that same sort of principle. You have five or six Warhammer characters fantasy. that you really are attached to, as opposed to normal Warhammer, where it's just a huge unit yeah. getting smashed. So Man, I really like 40k, and I just really cannot get behind the fantasy Warhammer for some reason. I don't know why. Like I, I acknowledge it's basically the same thing mm. with you know. In some ways, I mean, yeah, I th- the, the rules are very different. Yeah, but uh, well, I just mean like aesthetically, thematically. Like oh, I, yeah, I when that. something's 40k, I'm instantly way more interested, mm. and I don't know why. Maybe that's just like I like sci-fi more than fantasy. Yeah, I think so. But that's guns. fine. But like I don't know, like the the orcs are always the same, right? Like they're still always these goofy, <laughs> grungy murder machines. Yep, they're not. But the, in Mordheim, you're not facing against orcs. You're yeah, facing like more traditional chaos monsters. humans and rats. No. Oh, it's, okay. It's like uh, it's it's more like Bloodborne than anything, right? Yeah, Those it's, kinds it's of like enemies. weird followers of chaos and monstrosities sure, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and yeah. like necromancers and dark yeah. maybe it's the, the abomination like things. The chaos stuff in combination with the sci-fi setting is really cool to me. Like, mm, yeah. Here's yeah. this weird corrupt space marine man with a chainsaw sword. <laughs> yeah. um, I also started replaying Hitman Absolution. Nice. Because I needed something to play out in the garage and my PS3's out in the garage. And so I was like, what did I regret that I never put more time into? And that was a game that I never really got past the first level on. It's a really. good one. So... Still enjoying that. Yeah. Still a little, you know, I'm still early on. Yeah. I'm only just past the first, like, cowboy hotel thing, like, Mm -hmm. very early on. Mm -hmm. Like, you're running from them and, you know, running through the pot house and stuff like that. Yeah, I think I only got a couple missions past that. Uh, in that initial part, you know, because they're trying to very tell very much, like, this is the narrative Mm -hmm. of Hitman right now. Yeah. But I understand it opens up a lot more as you go on. I mean, yeah, there are parts where it opens up. But I mean, so that part, in typical fashion, it started off all right. I had a cop uniform. I was like, cool. <laughs> and I walked too close to a guy. Yep. He fi- he found me out. <laughs> so I put a gun to his head and walked past all the other cops. I was like, 
And then I was, but they were path blocking me through the doorway. Yeah. And I was like, well, this is the guy to go down. And I just killed like 82 cops on my way out of that building. <laughs> Jesus. I owed like so much money. It's so, it's so funny because like, uh, I've always loved it whenever we talk about Hitman games, that's what happens to you and you just do it. And like Roll Arthur and I like always save scum our way so that we can. No, you can't save scum your way. Well, you trip. know what I mean? Like we reload a stage over and over and over again until we do it like perfect stealth. Yeah, I like to do that sometimes, and but the first time target. through, I just I just want to just roll with it. <laughs> yeah. Mostly because when you when shit really hits the fan, mm-hmm. the shooting in that game is not that great. So it's more of a question of can I even fucking do this? Am I gonna <laughs> yeah. be able to do this? Probably I feel like not. that's much more of a viable strategy and absolution than it, it ever is. Was. Definitely oh, yeah. more of an. Oh like, yeah, yeah, definitely. Guns are way more prevalent. Mm-hmm. Like the and shooting the, like, is the better. Quick targeting thing. Yeah, too. the shooting mm-hmm. is better. Um, yeah, they definitely made that more of a viable option. Uh, yeah, this has been a week of old games for me. I also started, and I think I'm going to really stick with this time. I'm finally playing Knights of the Republic. What? Did you buy for like three bucks on iPad like I did? Exactly. Nice. And I feel like that's how I'm going to end up playing through the entire thing. Yep, me too. Awesome. Because so, right. I, I sat down on my PC, and it was really hard to convince me to sit down on my PC for that much time for yep. that game. For that game. For that game. When you could play Dota. Instead of the 2,000 to 3,000 <laughs> yeah. other games. Yeah. But for some reason, I just couldn't get my myself hooked to that one but now with my ipad i'm like oh i'm on lunch at work i'll just do this for a little bit or (laughs) hey it's like 30 minutes before i go to bed i'll just do this real quick Hey, i gotta poop yeah exactly have you left the first city yet no the first planet yet no i mean i'm still pretty early but i'm just saying i'm really surprised that it it runs i mean i guess i shouldn't be that surprised that it runs so well it looks it looks good but it runs but i'm saying they did a really good job with the port in the sense yeah yeah i find the controls work really well like i talked to someone who was really skeptical and they're like how does that work and i was like well the game pauses every time you run into combat yeah so then it's it's really easy to just pan the camera tap people portraits and issue orders like it actually works really good for that yeah the interface was super basic even when it first came out you know it's like you don't have to like uh, you know, hump all the chests and walls to find everything. You can just target and click, and your character and it auto will run runs. over and open. It's to it's them, yeah. so, so different in that way from Mass Effect. You know, whereas in yeah. Mass Effect, you were doing a combination of issuing orders and very much so playing it like a third person shooter. Yep. Yep. And in this one, there you don't even have the option to do that. No, so you literally are just issuing orders and watching as animations exactly. carry out and math goes on. Yeah, so like, like you can yeah. do things in in Kotor. You know, like where you can run away to get out of area of effect stuff. Totally, I'm just saying that. But, but I'm saying that, that you don't really even need to. You, you it's just dice rolls. You know, yeah. there's, you're not having to actively aim or anything yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah. So. Very iPadable. Exactly. It actually translates like super well and that the load times are like really good. Yeah. Like I just find that there's been no stability. Like any little things that I think about, like uh, putting an old game onto this, yeah. it's going to be so fucked. And it's like, no, it's a really, really good port. I mean, Aspire, they tend to actually do. I mean, that's all they do. It's yeah. like port work. <laughs> they, do, they do good stuff. Yeah. So. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to you playing through this game just yeah, yeah i mean i, I already know, know the know, twist and stuff sure. i know you know the twist and everything but like there's just so much to that game that's enjoyable totally, that people yeah. don't talk about i know and it's let's make that like an impromptu twist. little game club because i'm gonna play it alongside you it's like we okay it's like one of those weekly. games that's like you know criminally sad that as a huge star wars fan i've never played you know <laughs> sure and it was like Doesn't i, matter, I didn't i didn't own an xbox at the time so any xbox games i played i had to uh play just because i was hanging out with friends you know, so it was also on PC. 
but I guess you didn't at the time I had a PC that could run World of Warcraft, and that's all it was for. <laughs> graduated so, from EverQuest. Yeah, <laughs> graduated from EverQuest, and then all my roommates were like, "We're going to try this new game. It's made by Blizzard." And I was like, "Fuck that! Will not try it. I will not. I refuse to do that again." And then someone was like, "I got this free week invite for you." And I was like, "I'll try it." And I was like, "You're fucked." I was like, "What is a job? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck my life." So. Yeah, I've been I've been playing that, and uh, although I will I will say actually, in the last week I had this conversation with some coworkers. I've been feeling this itch to try WoW again. <laughs> I've had that with uh, the old Republic. Blizzard would be very excited because they dropped three million subscribers <laughs> in the last shit. three months. Woo. Everyone got in to play Draenor and got yep, the and fuck, fuck out. Yeah, yep. Exactly, <laughs> they got their three months. Yeah, although they're they, making ton of money on Hearthstone now. Yeah. They're so, only yeah. making about seventy-ish million a month on WoW. Here's a oh. stupid fucking thing I'm going to say. I think I bought Tranor. Wait, no, wait. How much is WoW a month? Fifteen. Fifteen. They're only making about a hundred million dollars a month, give or take, on WoW. Yeah, for a game life. that has a team of like eight dudes on it. Really? No. The WoW no. team is really small now. Not it's not small. eight, but maybe it's, for base WoW, not for the expansions. Yeah, I, I mean, mean they'll, that they'll, team they'll, they'll, they'll undoubtedly keep releasing expansions. Oh yeah, for EverQuest sure. still sees expansions. Yes, <laughs> yeah, so. but that's all that that company had. Sure, but yeah. like, why would they stop? Like, if you have that many, like, uh, however many millions of subscribers they have now, would you say seven point? That's I think? not small. E- even if you had <laughs> four no, and you could sell four million copies of an expansion. Wow, yeah. at its smallest is still bigger than every other MMO put together. Yeah. Yep. So. Yeah, I don't know. For some reason, I've just been, like, kind of missing a sort of constant game that I went to. Like, I haven't had that in a long time. Come back to us. See, that's what I... But I'm saying something that I'm, like, progressing through. Well, that's why I finally took the dive. My little brother uh, finally convinced me to play some Elite Dangerous with him. Nice. And it's for that exact same reason. Like, I was kind of missing that experience of, like going into something and having this constant level of improvement and a social experience with other people. That's the other part of it. Yeah. yeah. Should I and play this on PC now or should no. I just wait for Xbox One? You should not play it on Xbox One either. Wow. You should you should wait until this game is actually a game. Okay. Um so and there's going to be people out there that are going to hate me for saying that. But I thought it was out and just done. Well, is. if there's one thing the show is not allowed to do, it's make people angry, Matt. I know, right? It's it's out. please and only so, please. So the thing so the You're thing welcome. with this game is that it is literally a galaxy big. <laughs> you know, yeah. How how is it is it every is it billions of stars or it's it's like freelancer in that there's t- I got the very hard freelancer impression from it in that there are tons of star systems. But there's only a little bit to do in each one. Exactly. So, so it's, it's... It's also, like, impossible to find each other, It's miles right? and miles wide and an inch deep. That's, mm-hmm. that's how the experience goes with this game. And the... Uh, um, and a lot of it is what you bring to the table. Because there are things... There are things to do there. You can give yourself goals, you know? Like, there's... Every system has minor factions, and you can do missions for those minor factions that can give you rep with the larger factions that ostensibly... T- are o- that are overlords of the area there's three big ones the alliance the federation and the empire and uh but you can also do missions for minor factions that might be independent or might be you know uh, rebelling against the major faction of that system and you can eventually get to a point where there's a war situation between the major and minor factions and then you can be on either side of that war take missions on either side of that war and turn 
turn that system into owned by another faction. So is it is it like an MMO when you're playing together? Like yeah. in that sense? Yeah. Oh, it, it definitely is an MMO. Although it's like the instancing is super fucked. Like my my little brother and I will jump in and even though we're in the same system, we can't see each other, we can't communicate, we can't like yeah. group up or anything. And then we have to keep logging out and logging back in until we're actually in the same system. Oh, there's no way it's, to just like invite him to your version of the system? No, like uh, it it says like commander not available, like when you try to chat to him or try to invite him or whatever. Uh, so this game has a ton of issues. They, they're constantly releasing updates, but it really, even though they say like version 1.0 is out, it feels like an early access Yeah, game. but that's, I mean, I, I, uh, I mean, also, I agree with Matt in that sense, probably wait a year or something. Yeah. Cool. And it, 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 well, I mean, sometimes it's worth it because like. I'll say, like, Marvel Heroes was the same way. Like, yeah. all the shit that Matt's saying, I was like, that's everything I remember with my first experience <laughs> of that game. And, like, now all that stuff has, yeah. like, largely been solved. Yeah, and Heroes is basically a different game at this yeah, point. I mean, so but I mean, Dangerous does that, too. I saw Great. Marvel Heroes, like, two years ago. Oh, it was yeah. rough, too. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the awesome shit with Elite Dangerous is that if you want if you want to do the space trucking and the space trading, you can do that forever and like build up all kinds of money have different ships but there's a lot of things in this game that are just not done and not done well and the big thing is the the your ability to sort of team up with other people it's it's really yeah, that ad- seems it's super ad hoc right now like my little brother has been playing this game for a long time he loves the space combat and just does it like crazy and he's built up a ton of money and he's like Come play. I'll give you a bunch of money so that you can get a better ship and we can tool around the galaxy together. I'm like, all right, awesome. Because at least I'll have somebody to play with. Now you got halfway there. Right. And so, like, I I jumped in and he can't actually give me money. What he has to do, he has to go and buy a bunch of super expensive cargo. And then we have to fly out somewhere in space where hopefully nobody else will find it or care. And then, no, he, yeah, he ejects the cargo from his hold. And so there's all these cargo canisters just floating out there in space, with th- which thankfully don't just drift forever. They they have like uh, almost like air resistance, so they slow down and stop. Inertial dampers. Yeah, and <laughs> and then you have to go in there and and use your cargo scoop to collect every single one one at a time. No, and it's like you. a little mini game where there's this little tiny window on the left hand side of your screen where you can see kind of like a little crosshair mini window with the thing of the cargo. Th- with right. The th- it's like the same way you do landing in that game. Yeah, basically. And uh, you have to do that for every single cargo that you're trying to collect. <laughs> then you go and sell it at a station. Well, it's wash, it's, rinse, repeat. It's like imagine what real space capsules have to do when they want to get something out of yeah. space. It's exactly. like a huge alignment. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it gets lost in space because something fucked <laughs> Up, yeah. Right, yeah. which has just so, happened to the ISS. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like, yeah, that that's that's why certain things like a convenience button, like just auto loot, is Tra- like right, or or like why I can't trade with another person who's in my wing. Just directly, why can't you, you just know? fucking direct money into your account? Or exactly. why can't you guys? Yeah. Why can't there be like a hold docking or something like that where you then you know work trading and you just link up or something? Right, you know? and, and, you know, like, travel with no ask- no wire transfer. Yeah, exactly. No Anthony, wire you're transfer. You're practically no asking for ship fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I definitely want. I but mean, I that's mean, the, the thing. Like, the thing was is that like last weekend when he finally got me to play this, like we played all weekend anyway, even despite the problems that this sure. game has. Because you you look at your star map and you're looking around and you zoom out and out and out and you realize, oh my god, there are hundreds of thousands of star systems in this game, and the human occupied space for the three uh, the three factions or whatever is only a very tiny bubble of all of this. You could explore forever in this so game. So it seems like in a way they should just delete 90% of it. 
I worry like, this is going to be the, the problem in No Man's Sky. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah it's, well, it's, No Man's Sky, they've, you'll they've, never find No Man's Sky, they've, they've yeah. specifically said you should anticipate on never being around anyone else. Sure. That sounds mm-hmm. awful. Like, I don't want to go. I don't know. Like, that game sounds cool for many, many obvious reasons if you've seen it. But the idea of doing that seems really lonely. Yeah. Without somebody to kind of like yeah. bomb around the galaxy with. I don't right, know. Exactly. And well, the, the thing is, is that. I did some. I did a little bit of everything except asteroid mining. Uh, the cargo runs, they're super relaxing, actually. It's surprisingly enjoyable. It's a little bit like tooling around the ocean in Assassin's Creed 4 or uh, in, uh, like, Wind Waker or something. It's just enjoyable to go target this star system, jump into hyperspace, you know, like, slow down, dock, you know, like... It was surprisingly super relaxing and enjoyable. My hope for something like this, like if I if Star Citizen was gonna meet all my sociopathic needs, yeah, what it would be is like every time I see a player and we're not near like a planet with police, I'd be like, oh fuck, how's this gonna go down? Well, that, that's this <laughs> so game. rust in space. Yes, yes. and we'd hail that. each other, and he wouldn't respond to my hails, <laughs> and then I'd be like checking him. Weapons are powered. <laughs> Except what I would want is for there to be law in space. And if people get like our fucking notorious murderers, then people start hunting them down. That, that yeah, actually, totally. That actually happens. There are bounties. Like Matt can set a bounty on me. And Well, there, there are bounties in this game that are automatic. So yeah. like I'm neutral. And as soon as somebody shoots me, they instantly become wanted. And then once they're wanted, anybody can shoot that person and collect the wanted now, I bounty. don't want this fucking, like, Ayn Rand free market utopia where people are the police. Like, I want, like, <laughs> I want the AI in the game to send out hunter killers. For well, that's what I'm as saying. As long as you're in a system. I, I say that, too, as long as you're in a civilized system. That's what I'm saying. As long as you're in one of the, and pretty much every system that's under control of one of the factions has like the system cops is there and if you're wanted the system cops will come I, are there areas where like anthony and i can go like off the grid away from the police and have illicit deals and yeah. potentially he could kill me Just and play eve yeah there, there's a ton <sighs> there's a ton of anarchy systems out there that are like smattered all throughout like human space but, yeah. see, the anarchy reason, and pirate systems i really you know who knows what star citizen will ever actually end up being right. But my hope is that someday I could be out in space and either have it happen to me mm-hmm. or do it to someone where I would, our ships would get into combat and I would disable it. And then me and my crew would air dock to theirs and then I would execute one of their crew <laughs> and tell everyone else, like, we're taking everything. And we're going to leave you here perfect, <laughs> with your lives. Like, I just want to be a space pirate. Yeah. Well, that, that's, that's the thing with um, uh, Elite Dangerous is that all the ships are actually modeled with full interiors and everything. Like, they're preparing for a bunch of the stuff that they're eventually going to do. You know, if you... Uh, you can DLC do, bobbleheads for your dashboard? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you can do a, a head move thing where you can look freely around your cockpit right. at any time. And I'm in a ship right now that has a co-pilot chair that, of course, nobody can be in right now. But eventually, somebody will be in that co-pilot chair, or could be. And so I don't know boring what thing I can imagine. Do. No, but, but I, th- I actually think it would be awesome because, like, power management is super important when you're in combat, uh, like switching between shield engines and weapons. That would be great, and that would be awesome for a co-pilot to do. Yes, I just feel like I, I, I just feel like there's there like you know I, I used to, some of the most fun I ever had back in the day in Battlefield. Yeah, was in 1942, and it was because they had like the six-person bombers. Yeah, where one person was doing the bombing, one person was piloting. Three different dudes were on different machine guns, and when me and all my friends would be in that, that was, I would love just being like the tail gunner and just being like, "Yeah, <laughs> yep. I'm man in the tail." My gun. favorite yeah. role in Battlefield is to be the guy on the 
like start of the chopper chewing shit up as my pilot does strafing runs. <laughs> yeah. Or crashes into a building. Same thing when I play uh when I play uh Planetside Two. Mm, I liked yeah. I liked to I liked to play in a fighter and all I would do is go back and forth running air support for a lander that was dropping troops yeah. off. So, so I'm very sad that Star Wars Battlefront snow speeders are only one person. Like oh. you can't drive and I can't tow cable oh, together. That's a very <laughs> delicate balance for anti grav. So that, I have a question. You were talking about wanting to find like more social experiences, like to yeah. get together with people. You played Planet Side and then you stopped. Why not go back? Because I need. No. To, I would want to go back with people that I know. So that's the thing. I got to rally some peeps to go back and play. Planet Is that Side. like the game though? That you would want that experience. Planet well, Side obviously is, not. If Planet Side's really fun, about. but it actually, fun. I would rather. Like I think, like we would probably have more fun with Rust again. Honestly, yeah. Or, I don't like the people that you guys are when you play. Rust. Or <laughs> if not Rust, one of the other ones, like maybe even something like Medieval Engineers, and just going around building weird shit together. Yeah. yeah. Like and not in like a competitive way, but just like the way that Space Engineers was. Sure. Like, yeah. What are we gonna do in here that's really fucking weird? You know. Like I find that that idea is just really appealing. Well, to that's me. why I kept trying to get you on our Minecraft server. I mean, Kerbal. Well, but but that's the thing, right? Is that <laughs> is that a uh, I think one of the things that I'm, I would really like at this point, and there are a lot of games that do this, is, you know, Kerbal is like, was this, is so addicting to me, and I love building things, and does it yeah. work? Does it break? But I don't get to share that with people unless I do something like stream or something yeah, like that, right? Right, right, right? And I would much rather sit there and work on a machine with you and be like, all right, let's test it out, and then yeah. it fucking wrecks, and then <laughs> we sit there and adapt it. Like, re added any sort of AI or NPC characters to Rust after taking the zombies out? There's, I mean, there's still animals. Just animals, though. Yeah, there's PvE but wildlife, no, but no zombies. Like, no, 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 no. Like all that's gone. They're working stuff. on weird shit. Now, like their Trello workflow has like uh, irradiated bears. So instead of doing zombies, they're just like, here's this giant fucking monstrosity of a bear hmm. that I don't know. Like they're prototyping, and it might not ever make it in, but they're trying new stuff <laughs> just to see what they can add to it that's interesting. I really liked that stuff. I don't know, man. Basically, Me I just too. want Banjo Kazooie nuts and bread tails. <laughs> that's what I really want. <laughs> Like, the, I just uh, want to make things with my friends. Yeah, the, uh, I always thought that it would be cool to have a Lego game where you could do a lot of that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, we should but, find something like that. So, yeah, so when it comes to Elite Dangerous, like, the stuff that they're all planning to do, and who knows how much it will actually happen, sounds amazing. Just and like I Star think Citizen. That, sounds amazing. Well, yeah. I think, what they, I think the thing with Elite Dangerous, though, is they, uh, even though I'm like, right now, eh, you know, like the fact that they released it when they did and that they're actually constantly releasing updates and they have community events and stuff like that to encourage lots of PvP and factioning and stuff like that. Uh, they're on the right track and they did it before Star Citizen comes out. So maybe, you know, when Star, by the time Star Citizen is available, Elite Dangerous will be the Star Citizen like alternative. And like I like the idea that more than one of these types of games can exist in the world and they can all be doing different stuff. Yep. Yeah. And learn from each other, but right now, like I don't really see. I can't really suggest playing it. Do you play and, with a mouse and keyboard? I've been playing with mouse and keyboard, and it's okay. actually totally doable. Okay, uh, like of course it would be a lot better to have a flight a, stick, a, a Hodus flight stick, a, yeah. you know, system. But um, it's uh, it's totally doable with mouse and keyboard. Actually, when I first started playing it, I used my all keyboard old school descent controls. <laughs> That's crazy, dog. And uh, it was actually working pretty well, uh, but it just it wasn't good enough for combat because I couldn't get the wasn't there like movements. a descent spiritual successor Kickstarter or something? Yeah, there's a X-wing spiritual successor. No, there's no a shit. descent one as well. Did uh, what happened with that? I don't know. I didn't follow it because I didn't back it. Uh, no well, money. That clearly speaks poorly. <laughs> <to it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just no money. Uh, but I also played. I don't know. Maybe the first 
four hours or so of the Wolfenstein prequel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the thing that I'm looking forward to for the weekend. So if, that, that's a game that, like, I played the first two hours. Descent nice. Underground was funded. Oh, oh, there we go. Okay. Um, yeah, I played the first two hours of the old Blood. Yeah. And it was structured very similarly to the most generic shooter you can think of, where yep. it's like, slow introduction, you walk around, then, you, oh, <laughs> shit, things go bad. You kill some stuff, you sneak <laughs> around a bit, there's a turret sequence. Right. But it's like, it's really good. It's really Wait, good. Wait, are we talking about the old Blood? Yes. Yeah. So it starts exactly like New Order did. Yeah. Right. yeah. Okay. Very similar, yeah. <laughs> and the, then this, in, this game is... Again, New, New Order, Order New Order by all the beats that so when someone told me about it, I was like, it sounds dumb. And then I played it and I was like, oh, it's fucking yeah. good. Also, yeah. the, <laughs> the really credit good. sequence happens after you get fucked up. <laughs> right. <laughs> I wish that... it. Well, the only thing that bothers me about it right now, and I know it's like a just a perception thing, mm. but it bothers me that I can get Wolfenstein for $15 right now. But I'm gonna have to pay like twenty bucks for <laughs> for a blood. ten hour campaign. Is old blood that long? Yes. Yeah, it's like a, oh, it okay. is a it's, game. So it's, not yeah. it's actually two pieces of DLC that they decided not to release. Hey, well, that really? makes, I that, didn't know that. Well, that no, makes me feel that it's split in two. Like there are two chapters. That makes me feel oh. a lot better. I just didn't. I just didn't feel like that's been very well communicated. It's about and, half as long as the New Order, and the New Order was about twenty hours. And so, <laughs> and so, I just feel like so far. You know, my ex- expectation with like fifteen dollar DLC packs for shooters is like two three hours. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's twenty dollars for a completely standalone product, and it's you don't need the it's, game. It's totally standalone. It is oh, totally solid, and uh, I love the pipe. Um, <laughs> I think the pipe the is a great pipe weapon. Thing, yeah, yeah, so, that you can break apart into two items or the animation one item. where he's like flailing. Yeah. to hit them like they're they're like not in sync so it's like Zuga, it's like, I'm, yeah, I'm Phil, get him it's like phil collins playing drum you're just <laughs> daredevil or daredevil uh, if he was actually blind <laughs> ouch uh so justin mcelroy reviewed it for us and the thing that he pointed out is that like the combat and all that stuff is basically the same as it was in the new order and that's all fine like the progression system is still there but a lot of the character stuff that made new order special is not basically gone yeah yeah there. so it's it's more about it is more like combat it is what people expected new order to be mm. that sounds fine i, I, I like totally i ended fair, up liking sure. the shooting a lot anyways yeah new yeah. order has that though right Where does like, it yep. take place it take, it's a prequel it's, it's prequel. Four, yeah. like 46 but, it's I basically mean, it's basically how they cuz you know at the beginning of new order like how the idea is that you're going after death set yeah you're going um, back to castle wolfenstein right cuz so, this is your time going to wolfenstein right but, this is the first time when you're like figuring out where death's head is is okay. like the goal of the mission which makes sense, I guess, because the 2009 Wolfenstein had Death's Head as a villain and he gets away. But you're still mm. Blowjob Blaskowitz? Yep. Yep. <laughs> you're actually William J. Blaskowitz at this time. Blaskowitz. Blaskowitz. But yeah, man, the, uh, it's, every now and then I forget what makes old school FPS is so much fun. Seven million weapons. And seven million weapons. In fact, in this game, stupid dual fucking dual wielding, dual wielding yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah, like you can wear a bunch of armor that like makes no sense. Yeah, you can strap you piled like, on forty five hats to your body. Yeah, can I? And, uh, this just reminds me. Uh, one of the things that I really hope we see at E three, and I'm not at all convinced we will, is Doom four. Because uh, I feel like we have to, man. That QuakeCon demo has to come out at E three. I think that's what we'll see is basically like a new version of the QuakeCon demo that people lost mm. their shit about. Like, I don't think Bethesda is going to have a press conference and not show their games. Yeah, I guess. I mean, there was that rumor today that there's going to be a big-ass Fallout demo. I'm sure we'll see a big-ass Fallout demo. Hopefully, some dishonor. There was that rumor There was, like, a German PC website that said there's going to be a 20, 25-minute demo. 
Uh, so there's there's Leave that. Leave it to Europress. Hopefully there's... <laughs> yeah, right? Fucking Fallout, Fallout 4 coming out 2016. We'll so. see. Uh, I would love a Dishonored 2 footage. I would love to see... What we were just Doom. talking about. The, there it is. Doom. My, my <laughs> brain just shut. What's the game? Boom. The <laughs> thing that, identif- that made it a household. What was it? Dude. I don't know. I can usually get entertained Dude by shooters four. pretty easy. So. Me too. I, might- I loved Doom 3. I liked Quake 4. Yeah, I enjoyed yeah. Quake 4. I was I fucking loving the campaign. Quake game. I was okay. loving the Quake game. I did stop playing I liked Quake Prey. 4, though. Uh, I stopped playing Quake 4 at the, uh, the crucifixion boss. Mm. I don't remember it that well. It I just remember dude, I played it was the your whole commander game. that was strapped in to oh, okay. to the monster. Yeah, I mean, I don't hmm. know. I just there's something about it's really easy for me just to play through a shooter because it's just it's like popcorn. You well, know, I mean, but that's movies. the thing is that like those really super well defined FPS mechanics that, that are fluid and high frame rate and really good response and all that kind of stuff. It's just it's fun. Purely for the physical aspect of controlling your character in a world, yeah, of moving and, around and fucking shit up, right? And in <laughs> and in Wolfenstein, the, you know, the addition of the being able to lean around corners and everything, it works fucking great. There's no sticking and the to world cover itself and, is is fairly interesting, like which is like a crazy thing to say. About, I know about, about a world Nazi. War II. <laughs> I, just, I feel like the Wolfenstein Tech games Nazis. have always been good at that. Yeah, like they have been. Even the Nine game had a lot of that. It's funny, like Wolfenstein is a game that people don't talk about as much historically as Doom. But like after the initial Wolfenstein, like the series has had a pretty good run. Like Return to Castle Wolfenstein. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think I think that well Wolfenstein received. in mm-hmm. the way that the world feels feels like what would happen if Hydra had won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might as well have the Red Skull as the fucking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you might as oh, well. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, machine games. Uh, I think they do really good FPSs. Yeah, they're and they are owned, right? They are owned. They are by Bethesda, Bethesda Studio. Okay, I forgot. I wasn't sure. I always mix them up sometimes with human heads. I've seen a lot of people discussing, like, feeling torn about wanting machine games to do more of this or wanting to see what they do with new stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can understand that because they they clearly know how to get a control scheme right. And their AI is good, too. Like, I I like fighting enemies in that game. The way that they take cover, the way that they try to flush you out, like, the variety of enemies is good. You know, like, it's, it's good shit. We streamed it earlier this week, and Marty and I, uh, Marty kept killing all the dogs. I was yep. like, dude, stop killing the dogs. You have to. No, you don't, because you can just walk, you can sneak through. But I told Marty, I want you to sneak through and not kill any dogs, <laughs> but I want you to steal all the dog food. <laughs> I, I feel like, uh, you know, honestly, the Bethesda presentation, at least half of it, I bet you will be taken by... Dishonored. Uh, I was thinking by... Uh, Fallout the, Doom. The, no, the fucking, the, uh, their MOBA, I mean, their MMO. Oh, but, uh, no. Oh, no, ESO? No way. No, I think that they've cut their losses on that. It's coming yeah. out on consoles on June fourth, though. Like, yeah. I feel like they're it'll gonna... be out by then, and that is the last they will ever want to talk about. Yeah, it. <laughs> like they'll they will mention it in the conference, like, and it's available now. And then I don't feel like you features. spend the budget that you spent on it, and then have your own press conference to not talk about it. I just don't feel like that it'll happens. be a signal boost, but I don't think it'll be a focus, especially because this this isn't like a a press conference that they're only putting like letting people that attend see right, right I, if they do it. like a press conference like everyone else has a press conference they'll spend five minutes recapping everything they've done over the yep. last year it'll be like we had fa- phenomenal success with wolfenstein the new order blah 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 nah, like, I, I, I think you're gonna see i think you're gonna see some 
some EA or Ubisoft level of shit where they talk about games that just came out and for like 15 minutes, like they've totally done shit like that before <laughs> at those really conferences. How do see EA do that? They though. have though in the past, they and have. I think that Andrew Wilson kind of cleaned that shit up though. I just feel like I bet I'll, I'll bet you that seems like a Sony thing to do at this point, like to talk about the stuff that came out. Sure, I mean you can do that when you sold 22 million units. Yep, hmm. and yeah, but so. anyway. Wolfenstein, good shit. They'll probably uh, announce yeah, like a Skyrim play. coming out for mm. next gen consoles. I there was I, a listing of that on yeah. Amazon like last year. I fig- I feel like that ship has sailed. Yeah, but I f- I agree with you. I feel like it is too late for that because they have other shit to do. At the same time, if that came out, it would clean up. I would. I mean, I would <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I but I think their problem, like their focus is <laughs> elsewhere. I just don't think that's Bethesda's mo at this point. I think that. So if we're just going to make predictions about Bethesda's press conference outside of like the Fallout rumor, thank you, yeah. um, Dishonored too. Give there me will be, fucking Dishonored. I, yes. think, I don't think that there will be a demo. I think that there will be a trailer. Trailer. Yeah. Uh, I think if there's a, VG, a VGX this year or whatever, I think that that would be when they show that game. Could be Dishonored. Yeah, they're either working on Dishonored or Prey. They're working. They're on working Dishonored. on Dishonored. Dishonored. They're well. Prey is for all intents and purposes part of dead Arcane is sure. working on Dishonored. Leon. I would bet it's. Have they confirmed that? Yes. I, and also, it's been pretty much confirmed that they're working on Prey, hasn't it? I don't know. I, thought, I don't think fucks. it's ever been confirmed. Yeah, but yeah, I thought I after that, that project was canceled again. I didn't oh, really? see anything no? about that. No. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying it hasn't been. I just I don't remember Maybe I'm just misremembering. I mean, Arcane has two studios, right? Yeah. Yeah. Austin and Leon. Yeah. So they get to they get their baby. Like, they get to keep making Dishonored, and they also get to fix the mess that Bethesda and Human yeah. Head made. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's, I think that we get like confirmation like maybe a teaser for prey 2 that would be lovely like an actual trailer for dishonored if we i mean i would poop myself for a fallout 4 presentation yes you would uh i and think we will. get a doom 4 presentation like a full game that would be nice um battle cry can't wait for that do you think like yes. oh, they'll definitely show battle Dude, cry. Yeah, again like, they've put so much money like anthony's in not wrong eso will be a part of that press conference they will want to signal boost the fact that it just hit consoles we're really happy with the subscriber base whatever the it's fuck not you want for, to say like this thing is largely not for press no it is for the people who are going to be watching on the street yes yeah. right well and investors although yep. i don't know if bethesda is a public company they well, probably don't, don't really the, care uh, yeah the did, you, did any of you, like, I played some ESO in the beta in, like, the first, I like, three months or whatever. poop from butt. Yeah, it was really boring. <laughs> I was curious. I almost wanted to pick up something like that just because I was like, I don't know, I'll try it console just, MMO. It looks yeah. so much like an Elder Scrolls game and does not play or move at all like yep. an Elder Scrolls okay. game. It's like, that's really important. I mean, part of, like, I kind of don't care because I don't think Elder Scrolls games have great combat, but the... Uh, I was more just kind of upset that uh, the world and I mean it's just another fucking MMO. It is. It is absolutely. It's Warcraft. Yeah. It's, it's WoW. Not as done as well. Right. With a fucked up faction system that they kept changing and pissing people off with. <laughs> Can I be a dwarf? I don't. Don't think think so. Okay. Are there, Come on. Aren't. I don't think that universe has Tamriel? dwarves, does it? It has. So. Uh, it, no, the the dwarves were a different type of elf that is right. Left the exactly, world. there are fucking dwarven ruins everywhere in Skyrim, right. but they're like they're the, just the, a different kind of elf. They were really something. ancient mm. tech elves. They made sure. the robots in Skyrim, yeah, yep. like all the weird robot things. But you can be a wizard or a cat. Is there anything else that they're lizard? Are? Not wizard. <clears throat> Do you think? Uh, Tango shows anything or announces ah, see, we, anything? Uh, we were talking about this at the office. I think Marty and I were talking about it. I don't know. Do they own Tango? 
I think that they do. Okay. I just don't know if Tango has had time to I think that they've stopped investing in studios out that they don't own after the yeah. debacle of Human Head. Sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would imagine we hear something. Like, I don't know that Mikami... Maybe Mikami himself and, like, his core team went on to do something new, and they'll tease it, but they just finished the DLC. Like, a smaller team probably finished that and then are now moving back onto his main project. Yeah, I could see them mentioning, like, uh, you know, the they're working on from, something. Yeah. And I could also see them mentioning that the studio that made... What the fuck? The horror game. Them being like, that's you know, Tango. That's Tango. Oh, the Evil that, Within. oh, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. them being like, like you know, Evil Within, blah, blah, blah. We'd like to turn it into a franchise. I'm just saying some sort here's, of mentioning of something like that. Here's the thing with Bethesda that complicates things a little is that in the past, like over the last few years, they've had a very specific rollout schedule, which is 1E3. Like just only 1E3 per game. After Rage, <laughs> like they didn't want to do that ever again. So it's yeah. 1E3 well, Rage per game fault. and then release. And that's it. So if we assume that all of those games are at E3. We're saying that all these games are out in the next 12 months. Before no. E3 of next year. I, I, I could see Dishonored in I think, March. I think, I think Fallout won't come out until fall of next year. I've, if they show Fallout at this press conference, I'm pretty sure the way they fall. did Fallout 3 was announced at E3, or announced before E3, showed at E3, released in November. I get that, and they have had four years, but I still think that it will come no, out. No, they showed Fallout before. They showed Fallout like 18 months before it came out. Oh, okay. That's what I'm I, saying. I, I still feel like it will come out next fall. We saw Fallout when I was still in college. Like, there were yeah. trailers for that. Again, none of this changes my opinion. That <laughs> If anything comes out this year, it would probably be Doom, and mm-hmm. Fallout will come out next year. Mm. I, I think Fallout still, comes out this year if they show it. If they show it. I'll take that if, bet. If, if, Do you want to bet money? A dollar. Do you want to Bet ten dollars. Ten dollars. <laughs> ten dollars to Fallout. If they if they show Fallout, they will show this Fallout. Press conference, it is coming out this fall, and it will come out. He just next talked year. you up. I think a thousand percent. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. You can't, Sold. You, can't you want to bet a hundred dollars? You can't take it with you. And I'm not going to live forever. When are you leaving? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking who knows, man. On, on, the, on the car drive home tonight. Can I have 10 bucks? Can I have all the money in your wallet? I don't have any money in my wallet. Give me every, every dollar in your credit wallet. cards? I put all my money in my glove compartment, so if you ever can see my that? car, just break into it. All right. Well, if you're going to wreck it, just give me all the shit it's in it. toll money. You're not in Alameda now. Yeah. <laughs> in Oakland. Yeah. Uh, E3. E3. Uh, like Anthony, I've also been playing old video games. Like uh, what? Not old, old. I started playing Fire Emblem Awakening on my 3DS because my why? 3DS went missing and I don't know why. Uh, so I recovered my account on a new 3DS with the fancy analog nub. Ooh. And I had Fire Emblem Awakening on my account. Those things are too much money. They are. I played How a much couple, are they? 200? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I played a couple hours of Awakening before and was not into it at all. I thought like the story was dumb. The style was dumb. Mm-hmm. I just did. I like I. I didn't like tactics games for a long time. Like, I tried a lot. Valkyria Chronicles kind of hooked me big time. Mm-hmm. But Advance Wars never did it for me. The Fire Emblem games have never been for me. But now that I'm playing it, like, something is really clicking, and I'm on a bit of a tactics, tactics tear. Uh, I'm really into Fire Emblem Awakening's personality now. I like its characters. I like its art a lot. I like its systems. I like that when you, you pair characters in combat, they build relationships outside of combat. Oh, cool. So if I pair, like, there's a couple of characters that I'm like, oh, they clearly, they're clearly crushing on each other. Mm-hmm. I'm going to pair them to build up that relationship so that they can have babies. Because uh, <laughs> that's the thing that happens, like, down the line. What then, happens when they have babies? Uh, I, I can't remember. 
I believe I mean, what should happen of, is they should go on to like maternity and paternity leave, and you can't use them for like a yeah, few right. Uh, I believe you get bonuses for it. I think no, like, it takes place in America, so they're so right no, yeah, there. no leave. <laughs> Which I don't know, like playing this and having those systems where it's like you go into turn-based tactics combat, and mm-hmm. it's there are all these characters that can hook up and get married and have kids or whatever. It just makes me want to go play uh, Massive Chalice, which I haven't yet. Me and I feel either, bad actually. about. Yeah, and yeah. I really want to play Massive Chalice. I have it. Massive I just have Chalice had time. Has been in early access, and why would you play an early access game like that? <laughs> Pretty much. I mean, it's basically done. Like they are I inches played, from releasing. It. I played Captain Forever, and that's a good ass early access. Captain game. Forever remix right. is a full game. Yeah, and I'll <laughs> say, you know what? The coolest thing is not to talk about that too much because we've talked about it so much. But if you liked Captain Forever back when Tyler would always talk about it, uh-huh. it is the same game with a little bit more structure if you want it, or you can just do like a open world thing and just fucking take your chances but the coolest thing about that is that every version of your ship from every time you've ever added a part or gotten blown up in each session is saved so you can sit there and scroll through it and find like your best ship you managed to make and you can start with that oh that's Wait, awesome oh, that's that must be new oh uh, awesome. yeah that, that was in there so like so like i went through and played the campaign got as far as i could and then it was like do you want to save any of these ships and i was like yeah save this one and then i went into the open world thing starting with that ship and was like taking oh, out is it the open world thing that you can do that with? yeah yeah, yeah. okay yeah the open world also thing. the open world thing is new yeah so the open <laughs> world thing is like just like old captain forever except like i said mm-hmm. now you can go with the ship that you start with That's which awesome. means that for me i've never been able to build up to like the capital ships type things you see later on but now starting with that i'm actually kicking everything's ass so now i am see i've done that but it's always been with like half busted parts yeah, <laughs> like what am I? Little faded, fucking flashing. I also liked too one, that they added so many new weapons. And Captain Forever, all it had was lasers, just mm. lasers yeah. that could fire different distances. And this one has all kinds of missiles that auto lock and stuff like that. Oh, very cool. So, not to talk too much about that game, but man, that game is fucking cool. Uh, you were mentioning in more time you lose characters forever. Yeah. So Fire Emblem does the same thing. Yeah, that's what it's always. That's like one of the staples that, yeah. of the series. Like I feel like yeah, that's, Fire that's the thing forever. I know about Fire Emblem. Yeah, is exactly. that it has so, death. <laughs> it is the only game where there is some kind of like permadeath or choice based thing. Like I don't save scum in The Walking Dead. I never reloaded a save in Far Did Cry Two. Did you not 2. play XCOM? I played XCOM on uh, whatever difficulty where it's like fuck that guy's Iron dead. Man. He's gone. But is Iron Man. Well, no, that's every Iron like, Man is the, the but, way harder. But with XCOM, when you lose someone, you're like. Oh, that sucks! Because I put a face on him and named him after someone. They love right? <laughs> sure. But, yeah. Uh, whereas, but, yeah. But, but yes, when but I'm saying it's more you, systemic. To Arthur's point, like I, yeah. I lose a system as opposed to but, a person. But yes, whereas in Fire Emblem, you've been watching them develop romances. Yeah. And stuff like, that. <laughs> like I know, like oh shit, the healer is like the main character's sister, and that sucks when she dies because now he's affected, and it's like I don't like and now. Now do you really need a video game to underline your inadequacy, Mitch? Maybe. What What happens when you're uh, when you're characters like when somebody that they love dies i don't know because mm-hmm. i a haven't had that happen and b will probably just reload my save because <laughs> yeah. like i i need i need those characters yeah. i don't know how to proceed in that game without them mm, right right, yeah, right you should find uh you should i should let you borrow this game that i have for ps2 called ring of red oh, i fucking love ring of red <laughs> it's, it's like that yeah. in a way yeah yeah i've never heard cool. of this game which game is this? ring of red this was a so alternate was history a world war really II close game. it may have been a launch wow. game or within the launch window of ps2 and because it was still on the big purple disc yeah. as opposed mm-hmm. to like the other ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's an alternate history of World War II where instead of nuking, both Russia and America invaded and split Japan down the middle. Is this and, an Atlas uh, game? Uh, no, maybe. it's Konami. Oh, okay. And, uh, and it's like, and it's like a, it's a grid-paced world where you're moving your units, but then when two units engage, it goes to this third-person thing. It's kind of like Valkyria in It that goes way. to this third-person hmm. thing where you each unit 
is consists of a two-legged walking tank mech, like something out of Trenched mm-hmm. um, or Iron Brigade. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then that thing, all you're doing with it is when its gun is ready, you can it slowly zooms in on the guy and gives you more and more chance to hit. Like the, uh, with each turn, you zoom in, and then your turn ends, and then you can stay, and you, you zoom in again. Gotcha. And, and, it and it's like, but he might fire in that meantime. I love so every he, fucking, like, Japanese, like, high-concept thing. Like, it's like World War Two, except... Except Max. Except, no, in, except instead of nuking it, Russia took one half and America took the other. <laughs> and it just proceeded that way, and the Cold War was super intense, also walking tanks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. and a game opens up with a bunch of, like... World War II footage with like tanks oh over it's it. It's like stock know? footage stock of what footage. they like right. photoshopped like um, some fucking It's like you don't even have gun. to see the trailer. It's just like, you know, you'd say this happens and then this happens. Let me just stop you right there. <laughs> At some point, there's going to be a tank on legs in this presentation. <laughs> yeah. That's all I so need it, in my life. Yeah. But Ringer Red is that two tanks facing off and you, you with know, legs. You, guys, with you legs. guys each have your attack timer and you're waiting to see like the longer you let your attack timer go, it'll get higher chance to hit. Mm-hmm. So it's about taking the risk of when to fire. But it's also about you're issuing commands to the two infantry units that go into every fight with you, and mm-hmm. they are too. So their positioning determines how they fight and what they do. So it's it's like a little bit of tactical management in real time hmm. during the combat. Yeah. And that game also had permanent death. Like I remember because yeah. I didn't know, and the first time one of my mechs died, I was like, all right, I'll just wait till the end of the mission repair, I guess. It's like, and nope, fucking funeral like, time. And everyone was like, I guess he's gone. And I was like, what the fuck do you mean, I guess he's gone? <laughs> my first experience I mean, with that was a pretty normal thing for Rainbow a lot of Six games like was that. my first exposure to that. Rainbow Six was <laughs> mine, too, because you'd always take fucking Bing Chavez or whatever his name was. <laughs> Bing yeah. Chavez. Short for Domingo. That's actually his grandpa. Bing, Bing Chavez. Chavez. You'd take Dean Chavez because he was obviously the highest stats, and it was just a fucking... Way that they were, and like, then we, you'd have him open the door. And get we want, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hey, we would really like to hurt you early on and teach you why this hurts. So, Bing Bang Chavez, <laughs> Binga Bongo Chavez. I have a question. Did any? How far did you get in that game? Oh, Rainbow the old Six? Rainbow Six. Never passed the first level, dude. dude I fucking yeah. finished that game. Wow, you're hardcore. Did I got to. I got to like maybe the third one. I never finished the Nerds. first level. Yeah. I don't think. No, I, I would game. go to my grandpa's and I would play it, and I would set all my guys up. They'd all die, and I would just have fun like trying to see if I could get through it, and I never would. Yeah, because. Everyone would be dead yep. except Bing Bang, and that's then... such a grandpa game too. <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, so yeah, so yeah. we've got the submarine games, the World War Two tank games. Oh, Rainbow Six. <laughs> yeah, I was. Oh, like, Sunny D. It's the Sunny D. I was like, yeah, I was like <laughs> the Sunny D of grandpa games. <laughs> I was like, oh, I get to shoot. Yeah, my grandpa played that. He played like Battlefield Mech. 1942 was purple. He played stuff. like Mech Warrior and like very like any sort of game that might be kind of slow, methodical. My grandpa yeah. was all about that shit. Oh, yeah. so. Anything that's like managing like a law firm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Guns. <laughs> yeah, man, you need if you got a problem, Bing Bang will solve it though. Is Bing Bang in? Uh, he's not in the newest Rainbow Six. No, because huh? that that new game is like it has nothing to do with the book. Doesn't matter if it has I mean, anything none to do with of the them, book. Like Ubisoft gets to do what they want, don't they? Don't they? Yeah, own they the own the Tom Clancy name. I mean, fucking what's his name is in every. The fucking team called, is not even called Rainbow Six in that game. Every 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 fucking Call of Duty game always had Captain Price, even throughout various eras of history. Yeah. So why can't they have Bing Bang in whatever game we want? I don't know. They're just not doing it. Uh, like they me. they removed themselves entirely from the original like the novel where it's like we got Bing Bang Chavez and Dieter Weber and we got Rainbow Six and John Clark and like nah fuck all that. I guess was uh, Ding Chavez was he like the badass in the books too? Yeah, he was. Like the I was guy. wondering if they wrote his stats. He was to be... the, like he was the leader of Rainbow. Well, John mm. Clark was the head. I, I would he always was, like the main op. When I was guy. little, I didn't know any better, and I would always uh, because I was young, I would always be like. <laughs> How can I make this team full of Americans? 
And then I, and then I guess <laughs> there's a really good Canadian and sniper. <laughs> and then I guess after that, I'll let their merit speak for them. Like first off, the, the American Americans guy. Dead. Yeah, yeah, then they, Bingo Chavez died, and you needed Dieter. Well, but I, but step, I'm saying like the American in. dudes might not even have as good a stats as the Germans. But I was like, let's sure. bring the Americans. And They'll then use that American ingenuity and, and exceptionalism. And then and then after they're dead, I guess it's we'll, a hidden stat. We'll take some fucking Krauts and you know whatever. All so. the Americans had a really high luck stat. <laughs> But but yeah, no that that game was quite excellent for its time. But I'm sure like if it if I had just been the age I am now, it would have been like my crack back yeah, then. Yeah, oh yeah. yeah. It was Definitely. just a little too complex for my like thirteen year old mind. Just such a weird time in PC gaming in particular because it's like somebody could get a license for a book and make games on it and the people who read that book would just be fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. I love Tom Clancy books. I'm buying this game. Yeah. I think that's probably why my grandpa did it or something, you know, right? Yeah, that yeah. is exactly well, why well, grandpa it, did it's it. Also, it's also the time when uh, PC games were incredibly innovative without... Uh, yeah, I mean, there was nothing else w- like w- Rainbow without Six. It, and and without an indie community. Yeah. 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 yeah, of course, totally. they, they had manuals. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Hardcore manuals. It was that shit. sweet, sweet combination of PC gaming innovation and insane right-wing conservatism <laughs> i mean at that Bring point it, it wasn't even that it no was it wasn't like, it, it was, was former cold war paranoia yeah and like i didn't know we had a problem with uh people being brought to justice on this podcast mitch i do yeah i do th- i feel I like tom clancy's political ideas i never really crazy. so i never really read I don't know, the, uh, people being brought to justice <laughs> <laughs> i never read the clancy books i just saw the movies but there was sure. always like a fairly nuanced view of that shit it's what it seemed like in the movies, anyway. Uh, yeah, it's because they removed some of the Clancy out of it. Oh, uh, okay. They took some of the racist old <laughs> white guy out of it. No, I mean, yeah. you know, the bottom line is you got a problem, you solve it with a gun. That's what Tom Clancy well, taught me. Pretty much. Uh, if you can't, if you Sometimes can't, that gun would be a giant stealth submarine. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. Sometimes, and if you can't solve it with a gun, you solve it with a bomb. And if you can't solve it with a bomb, you solve it with a bigger bomb. <laughs> so... Get uh, fucked. He was Russia. pretty prescient, though, for a crazy old white guy. Yeah. Like, we've talked before about how, of- like, all the Splinter Cell plot lines were frighteningly prescient. Yep. Yeah. Granted, um, I don't know how much he actually had to do with that. Uh, anyway, Fire Emblem. We got here it was Fire all Emblem. Michael Ironside. Uh, came yeah. Up with all of it. Fire Emblem got me onto uh, Chroma Squad, which just came out on Steam. Yeah, that seems interesting. So, it's a lot simpler than Fire Emblem, and it's really funny to go from this game about, like, with all these complex systems in combat where you can trade off squad chroma squad uh you can like trade weapons between people they have combination attacks they have these relationships in combat and out of it isn't the premise basically like a soap opera power rangers show yeah you are producing? running a tv yeah. show oh, that is doing oh, these power yes, rangers okay, series i saw this at pax yeah <laughs> so you have a uh, you basically you are five stuntmen and you cast like five characters and each character has a different set of stats like they might have plus one movement or plus 20 crit or plus two movement whatever they have different stats that plays into what role you want to put them in you might want like your scout guy to have more strength or more crit or more movement whatever you want to do like that you can kind of build a custom team it's ultimately kind of negligible you're not really thinking about that long term Mm. there's no reason for me to ever be like oh man this isn't working out i'm gonna recast my lead (laughs) does it ever uh I don't remember. Does it do like a theme song when you guys all combine and do yes. power together? So not only does it do a theme song, but can you mod it? You cannot compose music. Uh, not only that, but you get to to dictate what your characters yell when they suit up. 
you get to yell what they or you get to write what they yell when they summon them the, so the you can just make them all yell like penis balls vagina <laughs> well it's one thing my all of my shit oh, is they about, all yell together yeah and oh, that's you get to rename the ability that lets you transform into from like people to power rangers <laughs> i just name all my shit after friendship so they always just say friendship <laughs> mine it, it, my, the power is symbiotic friendship and when we do a group attack because if you are adjacent to a team member and you hit teamwork which is just a an ability that basically you strike a cool pose uh <laughs> if you use the, the teamwork abilities with each with the other teammates you uh like double down triple down quadruple down on whatever and oh my god there's a cat <laughs> uh and you just do you do team up attacks you deal more damage you take guys down quicker you get more viewers which gets you more money which gets you the ability to kind of upgrade your studio to uh buy new items yeah gear, i saw that there was weapons. like a level where they were like all fighting in front of a green screen yeah and that's because you can like get you start out in this like shitty dumpy warehouse with a terrible green screen but <laughs> part of the like everything that's not the turn-based tactics which is fine it's not complex it but mm-hmm. it's sufficient and there's enough like little nuances to it that it's fun. Yeah. But it's the economy outside of that where you're building a studio and managing a bank account and hiring marketing people and getting <laughs> sued for ripping off somebody else. Like all that stuff is really fun outside of the combat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this totally weird game that I didn't expect to enjoy nearly as much as I did. I mean, it looks like awesome. It's super <laughs> charming. It's kind of funny. Like it, you would never care about the story, but like the bits yeah. of dialogue are really funny. Some of the enemy design is great. There's a boxing <laughs> box which is a man inside of a cardboard box with his arms sticking out and he's got boxing gloves on because you're poor and you can't afford like real villains. So you're like, fuck it. You're in a box. You got boxing gloves. You're boxing box. <laughs> boxing box. And it's all stuff like that, right? Like it's really funny. It's, it's, it's just bursting with personality and it's super colorful and dude leads have drug problems. Sadly, not Correct. yet. <laughs> uh, I like the structure a lot. Like you basically start out and you're like, okay, this is our first season. We're going to do four episodes and there's four missions and you can do them in any order you want and each one has its own condition so mm-hmm. it might be this one you have to uh fight just a boss alone or you might have to fight three waves of guys and then a boss or uh a mini boss and then you go into like a mech fight which is like the big scale like you're bigger than a city and it's all in this like friendship cutesy, powers combined cutesy 8-bit style that is kind of played out but still really works for this i think mm-hmm. Uh, but then there's also other stuff that happens like, oh, you, your tech guy uh, has a dentist appointment. So if you don't finish fast <laughs> enough, he has to leave. And you're just, you're just down a man. On your crew? <laughs> In your team of fighters. Oh. <laughs> you actually have to work with their real life schedules? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's variables you're like not that. Pay, you're not paying them full union scale. So they could have so just subtitled this, this game for exposure. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Basically. Uh, and during the missions, the interesting thing is uh, there are director orders, so you don't have to follow them. But if mm-hmm. you do... It's like, okay, if you kill five enemies in your first turn, or if you attack the boss every time you have a turn, or if you finish the boss using a five-person team attack, which is like a big flashy like mm. cinematic thing, like you get a checkbox from the director. Like, okay, you did what he told you, great. You got bonus fans. <laughs> uh, but you might not always want to do that, because it's like, fuck, like, if I do this, like I'm going to lose my scout. He's going to go mm. down, because I'm weak. And he doesn't have any HP and I need the money instead of the fans that I would get from the director to buy him new gear to keep him alive longer. Gotcha. So there's a decent little economy and I like the genre mashup in that you're doing turn-based tactic stuff. Yeah. And outside of that, you're building the studio up and trying to like you, you are this independent movie studio or TV studio. It sounds like, a little bit like it has like a tiny little bit of like uh, 
game game dev story game dev it's story. very game dev story uh then i'm right up my alley because i played game dev story i played mall story i played hot springs story nice they're playing I, power ranger story i'm really tired story. of the story games because they were me too so after like same. seven of them yeah, yeah and such the same I, there's there's a lot more to this it's yeah. it's a lot Dude, more I played than... game dev story for like no joke 20 hours oh, i did too oh, yeah, yeah. yeah game dev story i played a ton of yeah but like the other ones planes. i was like this is just game dev story yeah <laughs> Yeah, I, I played that during basically every sociology course in college because I didn't care about sociology. <laughs> or college. Or college. Or, college. <laughs> or learning. Now I'm here. Or improving I myself. Out. Uh, yeah, so I I don't know. I've been on this weird tactics kick. I kind of want to start playing more of them. I mentioned that I want to play War Machine Tactics, which is weird because I, I don't know. Like This is a genre I haven't liked for so long, and now I'm playing was it, fucking Fire on Love. I totally forgot the name again. God, I'm tired. I keep forgetting names. The, the, uh, Doom. Are you going to keep up you, Fire Emblem? I'm no. gonna try, I'm gonna really try. Like the fact that it's on DS means that I can just play it on my commute every morning. No, nope. if I just You're have it on me, it. You're gonna stop. Did you Maybe. did you play Beyond Earth at all? No, because the the tactical combat in Beyond Earth through the tactical ship combat is actually a lot of yeah, fun. That's an excellent game. Yeah, yeah. Starship or yeah, Starships, Starships was something yeah. I considered. That's what it's I on meant. Tablet. Starships. Oh, okay, I meant Starships. Sorry. Uh, no, and I know that it's like it seems like a great game for tablets, but I don't know. I'm I'm so bad at budgeting my time. Like Arthur's making fun of me for because I'm gonna stop playing Fire Emblem. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and by budgeting your time, you're gonna you're Dota. gonna you're gonna spend it fucking reading web pages and looking at Twitter instead of playing a game. Like I know that that's how <laughs> oh, it goes. You monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I'm saying that's what she'll do on the train. Like you'll be like, I'd rather just do no. this. No, I mean I I read on the train. Like, I, do, I yeah, put my phone away and do. I just fucking read. I'd rather do that. I wish I could. I'd rather read on I my would, phone. I read I a wish, fucking Star Wars book this week. <laughs> I, you know, I would rather have people. Yeah, that's my thing, though. If I'm going to read, I read nonfiction. You need to yeah. read the Kovach trilogy. The what? Uh, oh, uh, Altered Carbon to start with. Yes, I've that's read, the one. I, yeah, I read you keep those. saying. Actually, I read all three of them. I have yeah, so much shit really to finish. Really like I bet you you will start it and then actually spend your weekend reading it. My book backlog is embarrassing. Just do it. I'm I looking forward to book the book right adaptation right. of Jurassic World. Gift it to my Kindle. <laughs> What's your... I, well, I'll, <laughs> text me your Kindle email. Yeah. I mean, it's a really good thing that, you know, no new books are ever coming out, though. So your backlog just is going to stay exactly There's a new exactly Laundry Files at. book out the, like in a month and a half, and I'm super stoked about it. <laughs> a who book? Uh, the Laundry Files, the Cthulhu Math uh, MI6 thing that I've talked about on the show before. Yeah. I've forgotten that one. Yeah, me too. People have asked about it over and over again. Uh, basically, the universe is mathematics are the root of magic uh performing advanced enough math is the (laughs) same as casting spells and it's dissolving the fabric of reality great and Uh, the thing on the other side is lovecraftian nightmares nah cheetah weird also i just text you my email even though Uh, i I could have just told you it's my personal one that i email you from all the time (laughs) Uh, man as evidenced on our email thread this week you suck at emails i'm really bad at email dude (laughs) i uh Man, I'm trying to think. There was something about books that I was thinking about for a second, but it's all gone. Want to talk about? Star I read Wars comic books? books. Nice. What do you read? I read. I read all of Star. Wars, uh, read all of Marvel Zombies because our office does have an abundance oh. of trades. That so no I started. Thanks. Marvel Zombies is actually really good. Like okay. that was written. And by, there are several fucking volumes. Of yeah, it. that's it, well, why I don't. Well, the ones, start. but the ones that were. Well, that's the thing. At my work, they're all there for free, right? Yeah. So yeah, and so I just read all the ones that Kirkman did because it's it's oh, all really? actually. I didn't know good. he did that. Oh yeah, he that's did. Great. He did the Marvel Zombies. That's awesome. Stuff. 
So it's, I, I read. Where did I read <clears> them all? Because I did read them all. Somebody must have had them because I've never owned them. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been making. Now I'm reading a little bit of War Machine, and hmm. I'm going to start making my way through Secret Avengers, and I want to read the uh, Joss Whedon written X Men. Ooh, I'll give you my Comicsology account. I keep saying I'm going to do it. I will do it because I just have that. You can just read Astonishing X Men. It's awesome. Okay. Yeah. That, I don't know. I've just been trying to get a little bit back into that, just because since. I work in that. Yeah, yeah there's, there's a little bit. It. No, there's yeah, a little bit. There's a little bit of you Thank know you. just not knowing like, like you know. I think it's there are only a few people at the office who are like super Marvel nerds. <laughs> and I'm the not. best thing about Marvel is that you don't actually need to be a Marvel nerd to know what you need to know to read any of their stuff. Basically, right. It's just that you know I've just been learning about like Blade and stuff like that, and so. You know, Blade the Beyond Marvel the movie movies. that was successful before any other Marvel movie Blade, was successful. Blade, yeah, Blade One and Two are great. Still, I love <laughs> I those Blade. Movies. The, the I thought Blade, Blade Three was fine, but I'm saying Blade One and Two are great. Like I thought they were great. They're good times, and uh, and so uh, super vampire jibbing. But yeah, so I, I'm really excited. That's like one of the characters I know we've announced. So that's one of the ones I was like, I don't know anything about Blade. I should probably learn about Blade. I think that Marvel is in talks to try to put him back into the cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. That that one that I'm it's all about that. that one scene. I can't remember if it was Blade one or two where there's a bunch of vampires like in that in that kind of like circular shower space. Oh, and they run away that's from the, the like beginning grenade. of Blade. Yeah, the first one exactly. And, and the th- blood and the blood party. Yeah, like and he throw he throws his like glaive. boomerang glaive thing, and it like just goes around in a circle and cuts all of their heads off cleanly at the neck. Yeah. And then he says <laughs> later on. There's always a motherfucker trying to ice skate uphill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That movie opens with the the red-haired vampire in that movie is Tracy Lords. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah, that, 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 yeah. that was One of the most infamous porn performers in history. Wow. Yep. Oh, Especially really? at that time. Yeah, because she did a shitload of movies when she was like 17. Especially oh. at that time. Her, most was, like, of her over was destroyed. Oh. Yeah. Jeez. So that movie was... Uh, that movie was those movies are great and that's why i'm really excited that we've announced that we're gonna work on him just because but again working on a game like this is just like there's like all these weird fan expectations like well mm-hmm. in the comics blade did this one thing and it's like they'll so they'll want that you know right so even it's if just it doesn't like, work for the game there's that shit that i've just never learned about certain characters I was like mm-hmm. what you know? <laughs> so learned a lot you should make it so that, uh, you know, occasionally whenever Blade gets infected by an enemy vampire, then he can't be out in the daylight. <laughs> that Blade's immune to vampire bites because of the fact that he was born half vampire. Right, I know. But I wasn't there like one part in a storyline in the comics where like he gets injected with some sort of like super... I might be mixing up my vampire Maybe, lore things. Because as far as I know, that's one of his benefits. Yeah. But he was teamed up with a guy for a while who was a full vampire ah. but he teamed up with them because they were both after blade's father <gasps> that's so, yeah uh that's all the comics you need to know about probably for life <laughs> <laughs> oh man i could talk about comics forever. have you read the new star wars stuff no good because i'm installing it on your ipad right now uh, it's some of it's better than others most it's, of it's fine i i read plenty of trash princess leia is <laughs> incredible like if you god if you have any interest in star wars at all read the princess leia comic it's excellent oh nice i don't even know if i care about star wars anymore well do we have enough wow yeah i'm just kidding said that do we have a do we have (laughs) enough time to read letters or should we call it for the week um 
up to you guys. We've been going pretty long. I mean, we so had a letter know. about music recommendations. I can't remember who it was from, so sorry I can't give you a, a shout out. I can sort of dig it up, but <laughs> don't listen to music. They music just, is bad for you. They just oh, Mark Mark writes in and says, "What are you listening to these days?" After being introduced to bands like Chairlift, Field, and Now Now via the podcast, I'm really curious to hear what you're currently into. Uh, I always recommend Joyce Manor if you're into punk. Their total discography encompasses about an hour of music, maybe. <laughs> like, their albums are very fast. The songs are very short. They're very, very good. Uh, every nice. Joyce Manor album is incredible. Their newest one is probably my favorite one. Uh, the woman on the cover of the new magazine, or the new album magazine, weird, uh, <laughs> is from this band Hop Along, which I just discovered uh, because she was on the cover of Joyce Manor. Hop Along is really good. I don't know how to describe what they are, mm-hmm. but she just has this amazing, slightly grovelly voice to whatever she's singing. She's I know like, you like that. Her guitar is a little harsh. Like she's acoustic, but it's a little harsh. Like it basically just sounds like she's playing the oldest, shittiest acoustic really, really well. <laughs> nice. Um, God, just an incredible singer. Uh, love that band. I've been introduced to a lot of new music recently that I can't say any of the names of the bands because I can't remember everything because they're all crazy shit band, crazy shit names. Uh, but my uh, my little brother keeps playing uh, a bunch of metal stuff. Like he loves kind of this progressive metal movement. Uh, like I don't even know how else to describe it. It's just like incredibly complex instrumentation. And uh, some of it is, you know, old school like 80s hair metal type singing. Yeah. And some of it is, you know, <clears throat> straight up like... Oh, rah, rah, rah. <laughs> Opeth? I, you Opeth would know better than me. Good. Also been back on a Nirvana tear thanks to Montage of Hex. Jesus Christ, that fucking movie. Yep. Uh, I haven't seen it. I don't know. I mean, generally, if I'm listening to something new and I like it, it'll end up in the podcast. Nice. Like, a lot of times, that's how I'm finding new music. I'm like, oh, shit, it's Friday at 5 o'clock. I better find something to put the fucking show this week. Um, yeah, I think the last time... I, I may have mentioned this the last time somebody asked us that question, but I'm still... Uh, <clears throat> turning on and listening to caravan palace a lot which is french electro swing and it's super french good shit. electro swing yeah. super into that it's great stuff there anthony there's a new coheed and cambria album out this week that's weird <laughs> what is it 2001 uh, the Afterman. it's called <laughs> um oh it's a double album jesus <laughs> so i guess we can close out with one final letter okay do it Jesse writes in and says, last week Mitch talked about playing Metal Gear for 10 hours straight one day. That got me wondering, what's, was 18. The, what's the longest <laughs> single day play session you've ever had a game? You affectionately termed it poop socking, if I recall correctly. Yep. For your viewers, what are the longest yeah, games you've count. ever played through in the shortest amount of time for review? But I would say... Uh, I played through The Witcher 2 in 24 hours. Shit, seriously? Yeah. I played through Silent Hill in one session one time. Like, nice. only getting up to pee. Silent Hill 2. Um... I played through Watch Dogs in two days. I played through AC Unity in two and a half days. There was a couple of times where uh, during the rest days where I would get up around nine and go to bed around four. <laughs> yeah, I think that's probably like I totally forgot about that. There were days where we would yeah. play literally all day. In like all night. 12 yeah. plus hours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. In fact, uh, um, Eleanor got up once at like 3 a.m. and like come, she came and tapped me on the shoulder. She's like, What are you being doing? too loud? Because <laughs> like we were like, Oh my God. Oh yeah, God. I mean, there was times I would log in and if you guys weren't around, I was like, Well, I'm not going to go out, but I still want to be on. So I'm just going to patrol our tower. Look out the windows. Look out the windows. Who's out here? Who's out here? <laughs> 
the uh, I think the longest the longest straight game playing session I've had was way back in the early days of the One Up show. Uh, they did some segment on uh, Eco, and they and this is before I was working on the One Up show, but I was roommating with Ryan O'Donnell and. Uh, like Ryan knew that I loved that game and knew it forwards and backwards. So he was like, we want to show, you know, like the super secret things that you can do in that game. Like you can get a, basically a lightsaber that can get like super, super long. Huh. And uh, yeah, it's, it's like five times as long as you are. And you're like, it, right. un, unlike the stick, you're swinging around this lightsaber that kills the shadows in like one or two hits, you know. And but you can only get it after you beat the game in a certain way, unlocking certain secrets. Then you play it again and unlock other secrets that then you find. And then you have to like do these things with like get you the longer version of the lightsaber. And they needed they needed uh to capture footage the next day. So I they started like, at like suck. I didn't go to work that day. I started at nine in the morning and I played Eco two or three times through until like five AM the next time Jesus in order Christ. to like get all the save files uh, so that uh, they could capture all the footage. Thank you, needed. YouTube. Yeah. This year for Extra Life, I'm going to yeah, play. thank you, YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> this the, year for Extra Life, I'm going to play Dota 2 for 24 hours. Wow. I don't... That is not fun. I'm too old. I can't do that anymore. I mean, I'll probably pass out like I always do. <laughs> well, no, I don't even mean sleep. Like, I just mean like my... Like with Watch Dogs, I got up at like... 7 30 in the morning played for four and a half hours like like walked around a little bit <laughs> then came back and played like another six hours and then ate dinner and then like played until one yep. in the morning and then went to bed and then went to bed and then got yeah. up at like nine mm-hmm. the next day and like marathon another eight hours and finished it and, like, you, and you're like my I mean, back hurts <laughs> so you're you're reviewing a very large rpg right now how are you handling that um it's hard because like I have other responsibilities. Yep. Yeah. Like every day, like I'm like, today is going to be the day where I only play Witcher three, and like that's what I say like eight in the morning, and then by the time one rolls around, I'm like, well, I haven't played any Witcher yet. Yep. Because I have other shit to do. Yep. And you know, like it's we've talked about this before, but from the outside looking in, it's like, oh, boohoo, you have to play video games for your job. But you know, when you are, you know, there's a lot of other jobs where when you're done at five or six o'clock, you go home and you're done. Like I'm going to, I will be explicit about where I am with the Witcher right now, which is Thursday. Uh, what is the date today? I May 7th. 7th. Uh, I am level 11 in the Witcher three. The highest level you can get is like 32 or something Jesus like that. Christ. Uh, I have Friday, Saturday, Sunday to finish that game. Right. And Monday to write the review, and, and you're the going embargo out Saturday is and Tuesday Sunday. seven a.m. I I can't go to the thing on Sunday, okay. and I have like a land that I have agreed to to attend, like with PR and also with my boss, like on, on Saturday. Saturday. Yeah, so Man, that's two days. I do miss left. though, like like lately because I've been working so much and recording podcasts and stuff, and my commute's so long that I only get a few hours a night. So a lot of times I end up hanging out with my girlfriend instead of playing games. Yep, and so there's definitely a need in me lately that I've just been like, I just need one day where I just don't put on pants. <laughs> yep. I yeah. order Domino's <laughs> yep. and I'm just a disaster. That's the really dark part of this story, to be honest. Yeah. I just want to be a disaster. Dude, yeah. I day. had that like two weeks ago or something like that. I had got back from all this travel I was doing and I hung out with my girlfriend for a couple days and it hit a day where I was like, listen, I love you, but I just need to not be around a human right now. I just need to stay at home. I need to interact with my monitor. Nothing. Yeah, like it's I funny, just need I've to vanish the, into a computer today. Yeah, I've done the same thing too. Where you know it's like 
pretty much every weekend that comes around, you know, Eleanor and I have plans and, you know, I'll, I'll be like, honestly, this weekend, babe, like I need just one day where I don't have to do anything. We don't have anything planned and I can just like completely disassociate myself from the rest of humanity and dive into my screen. And it's, that's the thing is that it's really super satisfying and enjoyable and you don't feel like a total shit heel because you're not doing it every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm saying. I just need, I just need a couple of those. Yep. Uh, every so often. Um, a couple of those real bad. Next week <laughs> when the show goes up, uh, we'll have talked about Mad Max. We were planning to do a little bit of that today, but I might as well wait until next week. Yeah. Everybody we'll everybody see it. it. Yeah. yeah. We're all going to go try to see a screener. Mm-hmm. It is an orgy of chaos. Excellent. Sounds good to me. And violence. That's what I want. Uh, the way I explained it to Justin McRoy this morning was it's like the raid, except with that, with, instead of punches and kicks, it's cars and explosions. <laughs> yeah. It sounds Boner perfect. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I want. Well, should cool. we get the fuck out of here? Yeah. Yep. So thanks for all. listening, everybody. You can find us on Twitter. I'm at Chuff Money. Mitch is at Mitchy D. Matt is at Talking Orange. And Arthur is at AEGIES. You can send in your letters to letters at eat sleep game.com. If you go to IGN, you can read the work that Mitch is doing. If you go to Polygon, you can see the work that Arthur's doing, including his Witcher review next week. And if you uh, go to Area5.tv or if you follow at Outerlands Doc on Twitter, you can see what Matt and the crew are doing. Learn about how to give them work if you're a potential employer and also become a slacker backer. If you work at Disney, podcast. please send me a bunch of Star Wars Infinity figurines <laughs> this fall. <laughs> Not kidding. Nah, please don't save do that. me. Uh, <laughs> And if you work at Nintendo, please remind them that Amiibo should do something. <laughs> and, uh, and last but not least, you can go to MarvelHeroes.com where you can play Marvel Heroes. We just added Quicksilver as a team-up, so now you can play a Scarlet Witch and have your brother running around with you. Nice. Uh, Avengers are still free? Yeah. The free, ro- the free rotation? Right? Yeah, the movie Avengers. Yeah, yeah. I should clarify. The first movie yes. Avengers. Pocket so. Like Widow Thor. Yeah, Iron Man, you Hulk. Know, Hulk. Yeah, yeah, that sort of shit. Got it. So, not because if we if we were to go with like the comic book version of who's been an Avenger, like every hero, literally all the heroes, because <laughs> yeah. at some point almost everyone's become an Avenger. <laughs> so, um, love it. That's it. Go out, enjoy life. Don't buy Amiibos. Mm.